This is reposted. Every morning, Larry and I dig into a quote or idea that has caught our eye. Our hope is that our chat inspires you to never stop thinking and possibly challenges you in a new way. If you'd like to help support the show, please visit patreon.com slash reposted. Thank you for stopping by. All right, I'm just a 510 white guy from Whittier, so nobody ever told me about feng shui, but maybe somebody should have. I have a great experience I want to get to, but let's read the quote today first from Stephen Edmonds. Edmonds. Quote, unfortunately, feng shui is mingled with superstition. Luckily, it's easy to expose myths. Don't think things, think energy. I just kind of recently put it together that I have been sleeping east and west for like 18 years. And also on the left side of the bed. I've recently moved to sleeping north and south and moved to the right side of the bed. And I have slept so amazing for the last two weeks, just simply I'm now coming to realize because of the position of where I'm at. Now, do you believe it all in feng shui? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't under I don't know the exact definition of what it is, but it's to me the way I understand it is um, the way that your living environment is laid out can directly affect your quality of life, and I do believe that. I think uh, that's interesting. You you said you'd never heard about feng shui. When did you learn about its existence? Well, I feel like I'd heard about feng shui, uh-huh. but like that's a term. It was like a funny term, but if you're like a kid growing up in the suburbs with two normal parents that don't know anything about the worldly worlds. Nobody ever tells you about feng shui. To be honest with you, I never really believed in it or taken it serious until like the last couple of weeks when I really realized the energy of where I'm at, I feel like it's made a difference. Yeah, I think, uh, well, I first heard about it because my brother lived in Japan for a couple of years and he brought it back from Japan and it's like, this is what it's all about. Um, I mean, the the superstition that Stefan's talking about, I think people can buy into it too much. It's like, well, I can't do this because the feng shui of this house isn't going to work. Uh, at least for me, practically figuring out the best way to um, have a layout is is really important. And this isn't so much about feng shui, but I always say if something is in your space for three days like it becomes part of the landscape so like if you leave your shoes in the middle of the floor like after three days you get used to it so i always try to be cognizant of like not having something i don't want there for an extended period of time so true feng shui splits the world into five elements wood fire earth metal water you just recently bought a new house did you at all think about just sort of how it's laid out before you moved in there I mean, not really. It's uh, especially with the market right now. It's like get in when get in where you fit in, just like try to get something. And then also, I don't have the same approach to different things because I know I can change anything to work the way I want it to. Like nothing is permanent, not even the exterior wall. So it wasn't something I really thought about, uh, but the house ends up working out. Have you done any research into why you sleeping north south is like, is there are you supposed to sleep north south or are you just saying that it changed once again this 510 white guy from whittier is literally just dipping his toes in like the last two days into this feng shui thing but i am going to go down the rabbit hole a little bit more because we are kind of just putting this new house together to make sure that we are kind of having the right energy one of the things that i've kind of just once again dipping my toes into feng shui is having lots of um and uh plants 
in your space is like a big element, which ironically, we do now have lots of plants. Having lots of living things in your house is a part of feng shui. Yeah, I mean, it provides more oxygen. It's aesthetically pleasing. But uh, what made you get on this? Like, I still don't understand what north-south means. Like, you, you've you been sleeping better, and you're like, this must be feng shui. Did someone suggest well, no, it no, to no. you? I was just thinking literally how my bed was situated. It was in the east-west direction for the last 18 years. And we've moved to a new room, and now it's facing north and south. Did, do, you face- have, do you have natural sunlight in your new room? It wasn't about the sun. Well, nah, kind of, sort of. We've kind of the light's been about the same in every place. I'm kind of, I've kind of been thinking about this. The light's been the same. The only thing that's different is the direction of the bed. Okay. And where and where I'm positioned on the bed. So I don't know. Once again, I think it could all be tomfoolery, and there could be lots of different things. But it's made me think about how do you live in a space? Where are you placing yourself? And then this feng shui thing is. Are you harmonizing it? And I, one of the big things about feng shui is just what you mentioned. They are huge about not having junk lying around. Like right. just stuff laying in your space is like major feng shui no-no. Well, yeah, I think another thing that my brother told me, I don't know if this is true, is you're never supposed to have your back exposed. So you're supposed to be, be able to have mirrors. So if there's like a, something behind you, you would have a mirror on a wall so that you could see behind you but i mean i think being able to be efficient in your life and having a good setup a good flow for me the main place for that is in the kitchen is like i want things to be able to work because i'll be able to um do do my work more efficiently and over time that's going to save more time which is going to add to my quality of life well the other thing about um feng shui is balancing the yin and the yang once again as a 510 kid from the suburbs i just thought that was a funny term but it's a real thing a yin is the feminine energy. A yang is the masculine energy. And so like in a, my relationship, there's a woman and a man and we're kind of balancing our different ideas of what should happen. And when that works, you're balancing the yin and the yang because we've kind of been talking about how we're decorating things and she wants this and I want that. But it really is a true balance of the feminine and masculine energy. What about, uh, most people don't watch this on YouTube, but uh, paint colors. Is, is there anything about changing the paint in your house? Because right now it's, it's not very that, colorful in that room. That's true. That's interesting. Um, that's probably a great idea, right? I'm sure colors have something to do with the, but like it's sort of almost brand newly painted. So the idea of like going through and repainting everything would be like, I can't even imagine that. That would not add to your quality of life. I mean, another thing that doesn't matter that much is what I'm trying to say. I used to, I lived in a 300 square foot apartment for five years. And I think having a good layout makes it like your home, a place that you want to be, or like you feel relaxed when you get back to one of the things I liked about that 300 square foot apartment was it uh, forced me to not want to be home. Like I liked it, but it was so small that I was going out more or like going to you taking advantage of the parks in San Francisco or spending time with friends. And so I think feng shui or whatever you want to call it and nicely, um, an intentionally laid out house or intentionally laid out space can really, uh, help your mental health. Okay. Let's get back to the one second, but yes, I agree with your point. We used to live five people in 900 square feet and we were always on the front porch and if we weren't on the front porch, we wouldn't have got to know all of our neighbors and I wouldn't have loved, fell in love with my street as much. So it's true. I think sometimes small spaces encourage you to go otherwhere. Here's the other thing though. Do you think most people 
think about the space that they're living in? I'm talking about Americans. Or do they just jam things in and live there? Or do they have a, you know what, let's take a big picture view of how we live and where we live and what is in our space. I think when you move, you think about that. But after time, you just accumulate stuff. If you like it, it without fail, I feel like no matter what, if you have the square footage, you're going to fill it up with stuff you don't use. And so if you live in a 5,000 square foot house, eventually you're going to fill it up with stuff. And you're like, I don't use any of this. Uh, even if you are intentional, I think it can get away from you. I feel like you probably know this answer better because your brother lived there. But in like when you see pictures of homes in Asia, that the space is more spread out and there's not clutter all over. It seems like there's more just room. I think in general, it's not more spread out. I think they have to be intentional because people have smaller spaces. And like you probably see architectural digest take pictures of gorgeous large houses, even in uh, Scandinavian or European countries, it's like, we need to be efficient with our space. And so it's like, this serves multiple purposes and uh, that helps with, it has, see- everything has a purpose. It's not like, oh, we're gonna have an ottoman because I like the color of it. We're gonna have an ottoman because it serves a purpose. Yeah, I just feel like that's an, um, uh, clutter is like an American, Americans created clutter. We invented that. Yeah, we're, uh, <laughs> we're sloppy people. Well, I'll know more about t- Feng Shui the next time we talk. If you want to tour Larry's house, please reach out. You can find him <laughs> at 3427 Divisit Air. I'm Andrew Keller for Larry. Thanks for stopping.